Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I am your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as the Modern Medium. And the mission of this podcast is to create a sacred space for us all to tap in and discover how we can connect to our divine selves through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so, so much for finding me. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for coming back every week or every month or whenever the heck you do to listen in on the magic. If you haven't already, make sure to give this podcast a follow wherever you love to listen, along with sharing it with your loved ones, friends, family members, coworkers, whoever you think needs some magic, needs some joy, and needs just some fresh perspective. Also, make sure to give me a follow on Instagram at themodernmedium underscore, and I am so, so excited about it. If you head to my website, not only to check out all the beautiful ways I can serve you, but also I am now staying consistent and starting a beautiful newsletter for the podcast, but also just a beautiful roundup of channeled messages, lessons I've learned. I also give practitioner shout outs. I give book recommendations. I will do all kinds of things. I really want to make this newsletter really fun, really playful, super dynamic, and also just something to look forward to. I am incredibly ADHD and I get bored really easily. So I wanted to make this newsletter not only something that is fun for me to do and also to look forward to, but also when I think about a newsletter, I wanted to make this something that I would look forward to that I think would be really valuable and something to open and actually spend time on, you know, once a week. Because again, we are flooded with emails. We're flooded with newsletters from random companies that we forgot we registered with or subscribed with. So again, if you want to hear about my weekly downloads and lessons, some hilarious anecdotes and book recommendations, books I'm reading, and just recommendations in general, and just beautiful things about life and silly magic and whatnot, subscribe to my newsletter, and you can find that at the bottom of my webpage, where it's just a very simple contact form. So anyways, hello, you guys. I'm so excited to be here. I'm feeling so good. It is a Sunday. I'm feeling so deliciously present and I'm in my PJs. I've had such a beautiful day and I have been on a roll today. I usually don't do anything on Sundays, but I am just taking advantage of this beautiful opportunity and this beautiful energy I have to just create right now. So I'm going to take it and you know what? Then my Monday will be very fresh and very quiet and hey, let's go for it. So this very reflective episode was inspired by the beautiful, the amazing Jay Shetty. If you haven't listened to his podcast on purpose, highly, highly recommend is something I have been, I have been a devoted listener of Jay Shetty, I think since 2019, 2018, and he is truly one of my beautiful role models. And at the end of his podcast, with every interview, he does a fast five. And in the fast five, he asks these questions 
that the guest has to answer in one word or a phrase or a sentence. Usually it never happens. But I loved this because it just really allowed me to kind of reflect on my career so far as a professional psychic medium and even just my spiritual practice and how much it's evolved. And I also just love having these reflective moments to share with you all and to really just keep it real and to let you know that spiritual practices are so beautiful and so fluid and so undulating and it's really really important that we allow them to be that that god and spirit and our souls are so effervescent and so magical and so multidimensional that we can't stay stuck and it's just it's just impossible to not change it's impossible to not evolve and I again why not I just thought this would be a really cool solo episode so here we go things I used to care about as a psychic medium number one (laughs) being a psychic all the time I am naturally just not a competitive person. I am the least competitive person. And then being a psychic, of course, it is so fun being psychic. It is so fun nailing it and getting those psychic hits. They're super silly, super fun. They're really helpful. They're great. But then I would oftentimes be hard on myself because There are times where, you know, I didn't get it right or I guessed wrong. It was just kind of in basic life. And I'm like, oh, my God, shouldn't I be getting everything right? I'm a psychic. But then I kind of went back to just my non-competitive nature. And I'm like, why would I want to be psychic all the time? I think it's really important for us to make mistakes, to get things wrong, and also to not be psychic all the time. It's also even a part of one of my values as a psychic medium is to never give readings without permission. And I do think at times I am pretty strict on myself where I could loosen up and I don't need to freak out about being psychic in silly situations, like watching a reality TV show. Like I'm sure I could be psychic about that. And I'm, I'm all worried about, oh my God, never give a reading without permission. But at the same time I just also just don't really care that much sometimes like I just don't and also it's fun being proven wrong sometimes I also loved being surprised and so why not why not play with mystery why not be surprised and we are all psychic we are all intuitive but I don't know I just don't care about or I used to care about being psychic all the time Number two, doing everything perfectly as I was taught. I was really obsessed for a while with being this A-plus student with spirit, and every single time I'd get a meditation or a practice from a practitioner, from a teacher, a mentor, I'd want to do it perfectly. And it was weird because I'm not really a perfectionist, like, at all. I, again, I am the least competitive person ever, and I am also not a perfectionist and I am not a detail-oriented person but when it came to 
this, I was really obsessed with doing it right and getting it right. And I think because part of me felt that if I did everything perfectly, then I would be kind of spirit's favorite student. And it really more so came from if I did this perfectly, then I will evolve faster and I will receive more and faster. But that's just not the case at all. And God has no marks for us. God has no, you know, finish line for us. And we're not more loved or less loved by being perfect or by not being perfect. And truly, it's just, again, it kind of, it was just really funny. It was like this weird thing I realized I was really, I used to really care about. Like, wait, I'm not even competitive. Like, why do I care so much? And anyways, I feel like I'm kind of flip-flopping between, you know, my thought process and my experience with these. So I hope it's not too confusing. But anyways, I really used to care about doing everything perfectly. Number three, being open all the time. I related to this aspect of being a psychic medium and being, you know, tapped in with being open all the time, as worthiness or being accepted by the community or being really legitimate, that I am a legitimate psychic medium, that I see things, I hear things, I experience things all the time. I am always receiving downloads. I am always on. I am always saying hey to spirit. And I'm just this vortex of like downloads, if that makes sense. And I, you know, always wanted a story to tell. And it was really just, again, as you can hear it, it was really just out of validation. I wanted to be validated as a psychic medium, but it's just exhausting. Also, I want to sleep. I'm obsessed with sleep. So why do I want seven spirits waking me up? I truly remember one night I was giving seven readings at once for like seven spirits and it was for everyone in the apartment complex. I'm like, this is absurd. Why? Why? Because I'm never going to come across these people. Really, we literally, I maybe see a couple neighbors. It is so funny. And I joke about, oh my God, they never get outside. But then me, I'm such a homebody. And I'm like, wait, oh, I'm one to talk. And also, When you don't set boundaries with spirit, they're not going to set boundaries with you. It also just makes you a stronger psychic medium when you have these strong boundaries. And creating boundaries with spirit is one of the best things I've ever decided to do in my practice. And it should be everyone's protocol as a practitioner, whether you are a psychic medium or any kind of intuitive that deals with energy, that deals with spirit especially. Number four, having prolific downloads all the time. Again, so much of this really also came from validation. I always wanted to have these prolific downloads because one, I thought it made me, you know, again, validated as a psychic medium, as someone who can connect with the other side or with spirit guides and whatnot, but also to share, to be validated by others, to be validated by the community. And it just... prolific downloads are so amazing and of course I love sharing them and I'm they're never going to get old but those are not the most important things in life 
the important thing in life is being present, is being a human being and loving and living and being so grateful for the human experience. Number five, remembering everything I intake. So what I mean with this is whether it's reading a book or again, learning something or whatever it is that is for my soul nourishment or embodiment or spiritual practice, I was always really nervous about forgetting. And if I forgot, then I I wouldn't be good or I would tell myself I'm not smart enough to remember, which is so silly. And then I'd really brag on myself for my ADHD or not being smart enough or because I didn't do well in school, I'm not going to be good at like remembering everything. But what I've realized is two things. Number one, patience. Like this is a lifelong practice. I am a psychic medium for the rest of my life and I'm always going to be a student and that just is what it is. But also we are students of life in general. We are mastering the craft of life every single day and I don't, there's, I guess there's really not much else to say. It's just like truly everything in life. And yeah, we become masters in some things, you know, who is it? Bruce Lee. It's like, if you've done 10,000 hours of it, you're a master. Yes, I, I can't, I can't not agree with that, but I think it's also important to just take everything day by day and what I've also kind of come to terms with is when I learn something, I now trust myself to remember it when the time is necessary. And I think that also comes from the gift of me being really tapped in and awakened and aware to my clear cognizance that the beauty of clear cognizance is having this deep soul knowing without needing a lot of explanation or guidance or teaching you just know it and you just have this confidence where you just feel yeah for sure I can do that I don't really yeah I don't really need a lot of practice I can just do it and that's where I began to realize wow I really used to care about remembering everything and now I just don't and it feels really really nice it's also incredibly freeing Also, when you trap yourself in the cage of needing to remember everything all the time or needing to be perfect, I mean, let's look back at how much and how deep that goes, you know, from school to impressing others, to our parents, to my goodness, I mean, what a learned trauma and anxiety that is from childhood, just Whew, that is a whole podcast episode within itself. Oh my gosh. My nose is itching so, so much, but I know that is a calling card from spirit when they are very, very happy and very, very excited. So that is a signal that they're very excited about me sharing this episode. So that makes me very happy. So excuse me while I'm itching my nose and talking at the same time. Now moving on to what I now care about as a psychic medium and I believe is very important for me in my practice and in my life in the present moment. So number one, being fluid with my spiritual practice. Recently I shared on Instagram this really insane shift I felt with my practice. I really feel 
that I don't need to sit with spirit for as long as I used to. I now feel called to just wake up, have my matcha journal, workout, read, and say my blessings and my prayers, but I don't feel this strictness or this rigidness or this need to sit with spirit because I just simply feel connected. I don't feel as if I'm reaching anymore. I always feel connected. And it's really, really beautiful. And honestly, it was through a conversation with one of my my soul sisters, Andrea Alejandre, who I talk about a ton. She's also on the podcast and she needs to come back on because that podcast episode, whew, how much has changed. But I was telling her this and she was like, Alexandra, you have done so much work when it comes to sitting with spirit for hours and channeling and showing up and being such a precise student. And now it's your summer. You are being and allow yourself this gift of just existing. And that is a spiritual practice. And that's something I talk about too. And for a second, I was feeling hard on myself because one, it's very, very traditional for psychic mediums, especially those that are a generation above me to sit in the power for at least an hour, which is a very traditional term for sitting with spirit or to, you know, be in deep trance with spirit, to have a very devoted spiritual practice. And at first I was feeling, oh, am I doing this wrong? Am I not a good enough medium because I'm not sitting with spirit as long or not feeling as calls? And I was also getting hard on myself for this because I was kind of leaning on, oh gosh, am I just being really ADHD? Do I just not care about my practice anymore? But that's just so far from the truth. And and then coming back to our pure existence is to be present and the purpose of our existence is to be present and that is truly the greatest gift we can give ourselves and so now I'm in this space where I'm just really allowing my spiritual practice to be and I would say all of last year I was very very dedicated and very called to channel right very intensely and deep trance and channel right from all of my guides and you know, even have these sessions with some of my guides at 4 p.m. every day. And now I'm actually feeling really called to just writing down my meditations, writing down how I'm currently feeling in the moment, writing down how grateful I am, writing down what's keeping up me up at night. And I really, really love it. And maybe it's not exactly channeling, but it's me and I know me and my existence is divinity and is divine and I'm going to allow myself to just be in this energy of existing and not feeling called to sit with spirit for super long and there will be days where I do want that where I want to sit with spirit all day for eight hours a day and like I'm sure I'm sure that will happen. But with all that being said, with this beautiful tangent is the importance of allowing my practice to be fluid with spirit. Because like I've said earlier, we are such multidimensional, effervescent, undulating beings. And God 
wants us to be our unique selves. It is no fun being rigid. It is no fun being like following others. Of course, learning from others and gaining wisdom from others. But what, what life is worth it if we are just checking off a box and not playing and not allowing for space and room to breathe. So that was a big tangent. Number two, accepting my off days. I thought if I, you know, was going to be a psychic medium, just life would be smoother. And I will say, you know, it does help. (laughs) It helps, you know, having the support and being tapped into this support. But it certainly doesn't take away the challenges. It doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't take away the mistakes. But I also really love my off days because those are the days where I am doing everything I can to ground, to tap in, to connect with spirit. And it also makes me incredibly grateful for this beautiful toolbox I've built and this beautiful toolbox I've devoted myself to building. And this toolbox is like a million, I was almost at a million miles long, but I should say a million miles deep. I don't even know if that makes sense, but gosh, do I have a full ass toolbox of all the things I need to do in order to get myself back up. And you know what? Who cares? I love it. And it may not even be these big things, but my off days are some of my most sacred days and my most holy days and the days where I learn so much about myself. And I sometimes don't even really like to call them off days. They're just a part of it all. So anyways, I really value my off days. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot the numbering. Number three. Being present over everything. Now, I would say when I really started to understand the gift of being present, and it's one of those things where, again, I've heard presence, presence, presence a million freaking times, especially as a psychic medium for the last five years of building my practice and my spiritual, you know, my spiritual tumen and everything. And I've read The Power of Now. I've listened to podcasts all about being present. But, you know, sometimes we're just not in the space to fully understand it. And I would say these two things have really changed the game for me. Oh, my God, my nose is itching too oblivion but you know what spirit is so happy they are bouncing off the walls they're really excited so I'm gonna keep growing keep going oh my god I almost wanted to say rolling and then going and then it just combined into a word so I'm just gonna keep rolling with it because this is great clearly so I have read this beautiful profound book called The Freedom Transmissions from Carissa Schumacher who I will have on this podcast one day. Mark my words, I am manifesting it. And she is a full body channel for Yeshua. And this book is meant to be reread at least three times. And it's kind of hard to explain why you just really, really have to read it. (laughs) You have to listen to it whatever way you intake it. And there was this one passage that was truly such a light bulb moment. And 
in this transmission, Yeshua was saying how simplicity is wisdom and wisdom is simplicity and how often we find ourselves in these complex thought prisons, in these just aggravating emotional webs and how much more complicated it makes our lives and how simple it is to be present and the choice of being present and choosing presence over the complexity of our thought prisons and emotional prisons truly simplifies our life and it just it it was one of the most beautiful realizations ever it was such a light bulb moment and especially as someone who has anxiety and depression and is ADHD as I talk about all the time I you know used to always kind of give too much value I would say not necessarily to my thoughts but really to my emotions and then in this same book there was another passage how Yeshua really broke it down with Thoughts are the lowest vibration. Emotions are the second lowest vibration. And then it's intuition and presence. And he said, which one will you let be your master? And that really, really hit me as well. Because again, like we are human. It's impossible to not face ridiculous thoughts and emotions every single day. However, Where do you want to lead from? Where do you want to make decisions from? Where do you want to live in the present, in your intuition, which is the highest vibration, which is the most divine frequency, which you know guarantee you always make the best decision for yourself. You always have a better day. You just have better experiences when you are present and when you are choosing your intuition over your emotions, which aren't always valid and also especially your thoughts which also usually aren't ours they're borrowed stories or they're borrowed from something or someone else and they usually aren't helpful at all so I also realized the value of presence (laughs) finally when I was recently in Hawaii with my family and it's kind of a whole smorgasbord of things but I really I've recently become Reiki attuned and really something about Reiki has truly unlocked something in me and I would say it's a part of the reason why I'm in this really grounded embodied presence with my practice where I feel like I don't need to sit with spirit as long I feel like I just am and so anyways Reiki attuned and I go to Hawaii with my family and I just felt so intensely present there. It was unbelievable. From the moment I woke up to the moment I fell asleep, I felt so present in Hawaii. And I kept wanting to capture these moments of myself and specifically moments of just me and the way I looked and how this truly permeated, you know, off the phone, off the camera into, wow, this is what presence looks like in me. And presence is so much greater than any prolific download ever. I mean, of course, I'm not discounting beautiful lessons and downloads, but wow, is being present so 
unbelievably valuable to me. And that is what I want to strive for every single day. Oh, oh my God, my nose is itching. It is so crazy, you guys. But you know what? We're here for it. Number four, as we all know, my God, health and well-being is my top priority. I don't need to go on and on about this, but eating nourishing foods, drinking clean water, living a low toxic life as possible because in this day and age, it's impossible to avoid every single toxin unless you are living in the middle of the jungle. Also, when it comes with well-being, boundaries, boundaries with friends, boundaries with family and my community members and my environment, boundaries with my spiritual practice and spirit, and valuing my time, valuing my energy, doing things that I invest in that are worth the investment, time, energy, and money, doing the things that I love, health and well-being is my top, top, top priority so I can not only be the most present I could possibly be, but that allows me to be the best psychic medium I could possibly be, the best sister, the best daughter, the best friend, the best leader, writer, practitioner, everything, every part of me, being the best soul I can possibly be. Number five, as I literally just said, but I think it's important to state this as a separate pillar, but boundaries on the earthly earthly plane and on the ethereal plane. Something I've said a lot, I feel on the podcast, but also on social is when you set boundaries on the earthly plane, they also echo into the ethereal plane as well. And boundaries are also... I honestly view boundaries as a muscle and maybe I'm not the only one to say this, but boundaries are truly a muscle. And once you begin to really strengthen that muscle of setting boundaries, it just gets easier and easier. And the more you'll be served what really aligns with you and the more like it's almost I wouldn't say it narrows, but everything just lines up for you more and the easier it is for you to wipe away, wash away, but also reject what is not aligned with you and what is not meant for you, but also how important it is to set boundaries on the ethereal plane. And like I've said before, how important it is to set boundaries with spirit and your spiritual practice that we're not meant to be, for instance, personally, boundaries with my spiritual practice as a professional psychic medium. I set my business in a way where I my standard is to give maximum three readings a day. I do not want to have eight readings a day. First of all, that is absolutely exhausting. Second of all, I'm that's not how this work is supposed to be. I personally, I have a life too. I want to have a beautiful morning. I want to have an evening to myself. I want to cook myself dinner. I want to read. And I have these boundaries so I can show up as the most present, the clearest channel, and the most excited, joyful, playful, ready to be your cheerleader, guide, mentor, healer as a psychic medium as I could possibly be. Imagine if... I'm sure if this has happened to you, I'm sorry because it's probably not fun, but showing up to a reading and your practitioner is burnt out, the messages won't be as clear, the energy won't be as clear or potent. It's no fun. So 
why would I want to burn myself? This also isn't, this is my soul's calling. I have already experienced enough burnout in my previous career. So why would I burn myself out in the career where I'm meant to love every single minute of this? And again, there's going to be hard days. There's going to be days where I maybe don't want to show up, but I'm still going to show up because this is my soul's calling and I'm meant to do this. And I'm meant to serve you guys in this way. So enough on that beautiful tangent. Try to kind of go back again. One, two, three, four, five. Cool. Okay. Just making sure I'm counting right, you know? Okay. Last but not least, number six, play and pleasure. It just makes a lot of sense. I already call myself a silly goose. And I very much am. And I'm a proud silly goose. Also with learning about my human design makeup, which is a 5-1 generator. I also don't know much else about human design or anything else at all. But what I do understand, which really deeply resonates with me, is play is massive for me. If I'm not having fun, if I'm not lit up by what I'm doing, I'm going to lose it. I will tap out immediately. And I won't find fulfillment in it. I won't find a reason to continue. That sounded really dark. I won't find a reason to just, I guess, keep engaging, really. So I want to make my work as a psychic medium fun. And... The old kind of, dog I don't want to say dogmatic because this work should not be dogmatic, but what happened with psychic mediumship is it got pretty boxed in. It got very educational and starchy, and it shouldn't be that way at all. And I hope to be a practitioner that shows you that I'm a psychic medium, but you can also be silly. And it is actually incredibly important to be yourself, to be authentic, to live in your most authentic, exuberant soul being and whatever that means to you. And I would say that is one of the very important pillars of my work and of my magic and what makes me a very powerful, passionate, potent psychic medium is how playful I am, how playful I am with spirit and how playful I am in my practice, how playful I am with my clients. And it even goes back to being fluid with my spiritual practice is playfulness is being fluid, being open, being undulating, moving with yourself. Play, I also love to let clients know that it's okay to be themselves. I love being able to create a space for clients where they can crack a smile, they can laugh, and they can joke with me because this is play. As much as I know, there will be sessions and there will be times where it is very, very serious and we are dealing with very intense matters, but there is no reason for psychic mediumship to not be fun. There is no reason for this to not be silly. Also, 
Spirit is absolutely hysterical. And it is so fun when you allow them to be with you. I mean, part of life's joy in medicine is laughter, is play. So why leave that out? Also, simply pleasure, allowing yourself to receive and experience life's pleasures and whatever that is. For me, I mean, my goodness, life's pleasures. Today, truly creating every morning my amazing matcha elixir that I don't think any coffee shop will ever beat. It's my incredible matcha that I get from Symbiotica. I get my amazing adaptogens from Tori Osinski. If you haven't already, listen to our episode. I am head over heels with her adaptogens. They make me feel so beautiful. And my coconut milk I get from the farmer's market. Yeah, it's bougie, but it is one of my life's greatest pleasures. And it's what I wake up to. And I'm so excited to chug. I try not to chug. So excited to sip on the first thing in the morning. It could be as simple as that. Another life's, you know, another one of life's pleasures for me is music. Listening to music in the car, driving alone is such a joy for me. A great way to download my emotions or thoughts. Great way to sit with spirit. A great way to feel spirit with me on the road as I'm listening to the music allowing it to permeate throughout my body and also seeing angel numbers along the way along my drive also self-pleasure and as you know if you've been listening to the podcast and oh my goodness stay tuned for the next episode episode 52 really diving into self-pleasure as an intuitive being, I've recently learned how important it is to create a self-pleasure practice, to communicate with spirit, with our life force through self-pleasure is very important because all of the limiting beliefs that we have, especially women around self-pleasure, whether that is from religious beliefs or ancestral beliefs or past life experiences, present day experiences, when you allow yourself to receive and give yourself pleasure, you are allowing yourself to open yourself up to the magic of the universe, to be a conduit of the universe. And how important that is, how powerful that is for you as a vessel as a human being, not only for yourself and your worth and the way you can accept and move through life, the way you can receive success, the way you can create, the way you can stand in your power, but also the way you can interact with your romantic partner and community and how empowering that is. And again, I won't get too into it because episode 52, you guys, we are going to be talking all about that. So yes. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. This was really, really wonderful and so much fun for me to record. And again, my nose is still itching. It's been maybe 30 minutes plus and my nose has been itching the entire time. But 
Spirit's happy. My guides are happy. They're dancing. They're saying, you go, girl. You go, Glen Coco. Anyways, I cannot thank you enough for listening to this episode and supporting the podcast, supporting the platform. If you haven't already, make sure to give my podcast a follow wherever you love to listen and share this episode with anyone who you believe will benefit from this. Put a smile on their face, make their day, and make sure to follow me on Instagram at the modern medium underscore where you can see all of my life's updates and silliness galore. Also, if you are eager to receive my weekly newsletters, which come with downloads and channeled messages, book recommendations, practitioner shout outs, new blog posts, because I love, love, love to write, and podcast episodes, and just so much more. It's going to be playful and dynamic and fun and actually something that is enjoyable to read and look forward to. Head to my website, atthemodernmedium.co, scroll down to the bottom and, and enter in your information into the simple contact form. And of course, last but not least, if you are looking to work with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co where I have various ways to serve you. And also on my Instagram, the link in my bio, I also have ways to book a discovery call with me. And my website is available there too. So anyways, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for opening up this space for me, for allowing me to serve you in this way. And I will see you guys next time.